On today's show, we have Sarah Ashley Tate, a paratriathlete from the Gold Coast, a super inspirational young lady. Uh, I've been watching um, you, Sarah. Welcome to the show. Hi. Hey, I mean, I've been watching you a bit, a little bit on um, on the social media, and um, I'm, I've been feeling like I would never in my life challenge you to an arm wrestle. You must have um, potentially the the strongest arms on planet Earth. Um, <laughs> looks like a real challenge but um you know for other people that may not have um you know come across your story yet um or or you know be following you on on instagram or facebook um can you tell us a bit about yourself and, and what you've had to overcome uh yeah so um my name is sarah tate i'm 21 years old and i'm a paratriathlete um i was born with spina bifida um chydrocephalus talipes in both feet and two dislocated hips um oh. so i was a bit of a mess um mm. For those who don't know what spinal bifida and hydrocephalus is, spinal bifida is basically when the spinal cord doesn't develop properly at birth, which causes nerve damage and possible paralysis, depending on the level. Mine's considered to be moderate, so I can still move quite a bit, um, and I've got feeling and all that, um, but, yeah, I can't kind of walk by myself. Mm. Uh, and hydrocephalus is basically a buildup of fluid on the brain that can't escape. Um, so I've had lots of operations over the course of my life, um, wow. most recent being last year. Goodness gracious. That, that sounds really heavy. Like, you know, I guess we're all lucky to be alive and, and, and lucky to be here breathing. And I mean, I, I, I just hear in your voice, like just how positive that you are and, and to have gone through all that. I mean, how is it that you're staying so positive? Like what, what's your, what's your secret? Um, I've got a really good support network. Um, my family uh, just, you know, they're always there for me and they always, you know, whenever, whatever I need, um, they kind of, you know, we just get through it together. Mm. Uh, and, yeah, I, I was also, you know, my family don't really accept that being, being born with a disability um, limits your opportunities in life. So, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, I've, I've tried all sorts of things. Um, from tap dancing to karate. Wow. Um, yeah. So, yeah, um, I think that's, you know, one of the main things that keep me, you know, sane is my family and my yeah, sport. Yeah, right. Oh, well, that's nice to know. And so, and that's interesting to, to be trying so many different things. Like, you know, uh, I guess the question in my mind is like through all those things, training and trying all these different things and it was there like a time, you know, gone by where, you know, all of a sudden you just, you know, one of the things you tried was a triathlon and, you know, is that when you started to love it or like, you know, like how and how and why did you sort of get into endurance activities? Um, so yeah, basically, um, I, my family have always encouraged me to give everything you go, um, but I've always loved going fast. Mm -hmm. um, and my parents could see that from a really young age. So at about age six, they brought me along to a come and try day for wheelchair racing, and I absolutely loved it. Um, so since then, I've played basketball in the National League um, before going back into racing. And I actually got persuaded to give paratriathlon a go by the former world champion. Um, wow. For triathlon who I trained with at the time some of some of these some of these um wheelchair sports um you know like strike me as like really full-on like let alone I probably don't have very strong arms like I like I've sort of alluded to before but um you know I think was it some sort of name that they had for like the rugby when and they were just like playing football I watched but from the wheelchairs and that and they were just 
axing each other, running into each other, and and it seemed like pretty full on. Yeah. Um, you know, so so like that's that's really intriguing for you to be in that. Um, and and I guess you know throughout that you've managed to be able to have some some great people, uh, you know, see and encourage you to to get along and, and do that triathlon, especially someone who's, you know, probably like already killing it. Is that sort of person like super inspiring to you? And 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 being able to spend time with them was that was that interesting? Yeah, yeah, it was it was um it was good. Uh, I, I you know I've met some some really inspiring people over the over the years. Um, you know, to do with to do with sport um and yeah you you never really know um yeah it's 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 really good um you know being in the whole um wheelchair sports because you know you meet so many inspiring people and just being mm. lifts you up yeah and and it's tricky you know like i some people it might happen later in life you know accidents and and you know some of these things happen and and, and you'd probably get to meet a lot of people and hear a lot of stories other people like yourself you know having to this might be all you've known as you've grown and and whatever else but you know to it is super inspiring and you know like at times in my life we might be hearing like things happening or even like I might get frustrated by things and you know I think like oh gosh you know this hard thing or that hard thing and then you know I'll see someone like yourself um, because it's not always like we get to go and meet and you know I, I this might sound silly but I'd probably just feel a little odd just to just walk over and be like hey I want to introduce myself to you just because um, you know you, you haven't got the function of your legs or whatever that might be you know but from a distance it is so humbling and so inspiring and just basically makes me just feel so grateful to be alive and and you know you yourself are are a massive inspiration and you know and I know that even for my kids it's it's the same sort of thing you know like just to to think and uh, you know the olympics that's recently gone by and and what people are able to do um you know your parents have that right attitude and obviously it's it's carried into you as well where you know it, it isn't the end of life not having you know all that particular capability the same as others so you know it's it's quite inspiring i have to say i really have to say that thanks um yeah well it's kind of like you know this is all i've known it's just me kind of being normal um and i don't like i i really like being sort of inspiring to other people because you know i really like um getting people to be the best that they can be and mm. um, all that sort of stuff but um i don't see myself as inspiring as such i mean but um yeah, because I'm just kind of doing, you know, doing me, doing what I do. Mm. But I love, it. I love, you know, inspiring people, that I do inspire people. It is. It is inspiring. And I, I saw like a post the other day of um, someone on the bike with the, going with the hands, having a workout. Oh yeah, and 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 I and I could just see like that person was just like you know um, I I'm guessing someone that's probably not normally in the wheelchair like the one with the pedals on the hands yeah. I don't know if that was one of your posts I'm, I'm pretty sure it was, and oh, yeah. you know I just how do you how do you do it I mean I know it's the norm but like can you walk me through a triathlon for you like what I mean it's hard enough for me. I, I was just saying to you before we, before we jumped on the call um, about like me standing at the start line and, and the biggest swim I've done is that 750 in a race and that boy feeling so far away uh, to, to get all the way to the end and turn around and come back. Um, can you walk me through how you tackle the race? Um, so basically I 
you know, I do a sprint triathlon, which is 750 swim, 20K hand cycle, which is the, the pedals on the hands, mm-hmm. um, and then a 5K race chair. Um, and basically, when times get tough, I just break everything down. Um, I... Yeah, I, I I don't I don't look at, at everything as a whole, because um, you know it just you know if if it's in bad conditions or I'm really tired, that'll just kind of drain my energy. If I think of mm. oh, there's so much to go, I just look at all right, I'm just going to get to the next boy, or I'm just going to get to the next kilometer, and I just find that it kind of picks up my energy levels just that little bit. Yeah, right. And like, you know, in your transition, because I'm sort of learning about transitions and, and, you know, how to set them up in yours, like I've got my bike, I've got my towel next to it and, you know, little bits and pieces, whatever else, you're setting up the, the hands, the hand cycle and then the race chair beside one another. Um, it, it is like, if you've got that down to a bit of a fine art, like setting everything up, getting it all ready. Yeah. Um, we've got a bit of a system. I mean, um, my dad's my handler. Um, so we've kind of, We've got a bit of a system going, um, you know, we pointed a certain direction because he's left-handed as well. So we've got yeah. to point it in certain directions so that he can pick me up with his left hand. And yeah, it's um, it's a bit tricky to, to figure out because, you know, you want to get as, as little time as possible. But mm. I think we've kind of, you know, got it down, down pat. Um, yeah, right. Yeah. So that does sound like you've you've really got a lot of support. So he's, you know, you come out of the out of the swim, and is it is it like does your dad meet you at the edge of the water to to help you get to the, you know, up to the up to the transition, or or how does that, how does that work? Because I, I honestly have no idea. I apologise for for not knowing more, but um, how does that work? Well, that's all right. Um, so it depends on the race. Mm-hmm. Um, in international races, generally, um, he'll meet. Oh, he'll be in transition um and they have certain swim handlers that lift you up and put you into your chair mm-hmm. um and he can meet me in pre-transition i push into transition um by myself he's not allowed to touch me until i'm in pre-transition but he's not allowed to push me okay. and then when i'm in pre- when i'm in actual transition that's when he can rip my wetsuit off and um transfer me but um, if it's a normal local race, he'll meet me at the uh, at the edge of the water, and then he'll carry me. Um, he'll run me to transition. What a legend! I mean, <laughs> I'm getting a little tear in my eye just on your dad. You know, what what a, what a legend! You you guys must be close. I know you said before, like family's, you know, pretty tight knit and, and a great support network for you. Um, but but what a legend! Yeah, you know? that's wow. Like my number one fan. He's he's yeah. someone, he can kind of. He can get more excited and more anxious and all that than I can. Um, mm, mm, I feel that. I've been doing the triathlons with my kids and, you know, it's it's, it's almost a shame that I go and race because it's almost like I just want to watch them. Like Rabina, um, they were all finished. Both both my daughter and my son had actually had time to finish and I was there at the finish line for them. And, you know, speaking on behalf of a dad, like, you know, your, your kids, they, they just fill your heart so much. And, and for him, I guess, to be able to be able to – be there and support you and to allow you to do this thing that you enjoy so much. I, you know, I, I bet you hit that's, that's its own reward for him as well. I'm sure. Um, so, so you, you have to do the hand cycle one when you get yep. in transition, you come back, uh, dad's there to help you out of the hand cycle one into the, the race chair. Yep. Yes. Okay. And then I, like, I mean, I don't know, maybe it's comes with fitness, but are, are your arms exhausted by the end of all this? Are you, are you like pretty spent? 
generally I'm not too bad um once I get on when I get onto the bike I'm not too bad but once I get onto the run I'm feeling everything it's mm. it's yeah it's pretty tough once I get into the run but then once I'm on the run I just feel like I okay this is the last leg I I just want to go home so yes. you basically go up you come and then you come home so uh, mm. Mm. That, that's basically that's where I get tired that's where I uh, kind of have to really kick in the mental um talking you know the main the mental talking um but you know it's it's 5k and then then you're home so wow i love it i love it and you know like some of the benefits of like getting into triathlon and 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 being an endurance athlete what what are some of the benefits that's brought into your life i think just the camaraderie and the support i mean four years ago when i four and a half years ago when i got into uh to my triathlon club they just changed my life like i was you know, before that I was a racer and I was just training alone every single day. Um, and then when I came into triathlon, I just, they're just such a supportive and encouraging um, club. And I think I've I've found that throughout the whole of the triathlon community. And I think mm-hmm. that that's been what's, um, you know, been my favourite thing about being an endurance athlete is just the team team camaraderie mm, that is true actually and, I, and i've really enjoyed being in a club as well Who, who's your club i mean let, let's give them a plug because um i'm sure that there would be people from from gold coast um listening listening in but but who who is your club um team t-rex team t-rex oh they, they got the cool outfits they got the black and the and the orange yeah. outfits like that yeah it always <laughs> looks a bit a bit cool um yeah. Of them too. <laughs> yeah, there is actually. There is actually quite quite a lot um, that I've seen too. You know, often yeah. a tent at the at the few that we've that we've gone to, and and that's basically a mix. It's not like you know exclusive for para um, triathletes. That that really is for everyone. So you're mixing it with, um, you know, able bodied or, or I guess I don't know how you would say it, but um, you're mixing with everyone. Everyone's mixed in. Are there are there any other para triathletes in the club? Um, not in my club at the moment. I'm the only one. Um, I've had a few come in and try it, um, but they've kind of not really sure. Um, so I've mentored. I've mentored quite a few people um, in the club. Wow, um, you're 21 and mentoring people, isn't that? Yeah, that's I know. See, yeah, that is awesome. So, so that's really cool. So people are coming in because it, it's. It's a challenge. I mean, like probably just getting around, um, you know, actually just getting around like me, it's a challenge um, doing a triathlon. So, you know, for people that are sitting out there and, and thinking, oh, should I get into it? Could I get into it? Um, you know, you're, you're you're a great inspiration for them to get off the couch and and get out there and do it. But I think you're right. It's, it is that camaraderie. It is that community. It's like a big family, the triathlon club, I find. And actually the community as a whole, but definitely within the club, you've found yeah. that. Yeah, definitely. They're like my second family, you know, they're just, um, whatever I need, they'll be there and, you know, not just for sporting stuff, but for anything. Um, Mm. yeah, they're they're great. And so do you have a a favorite endurance event memory? Like if you're thinking back to, you know, you've probably been quite a few races now, but is there one that stands out for you? And, And if so, what is it about that race that, that stands out for you? Um, it would have to be competing in the Commonwealth Games in triathlon last year. Um, 
I think, you know, it was my first Com Games and to be able to compete at that level right in your backyard with your family mm. and friends, it was awesome and the atmosphere was amazing. It's just something I'll never forget. And right in your backyard indeed, like it, it Goldie. You, yeah. You, you might have actually just been able to wheel down. Yeah, I live about 800 metres from the start line, so we kind of, wow. I just kind of wheeled down and, yeah, it was great. Oh, that does sound awesome. That does sound, and like, you know, again, I, I can't even imagine, and, and to be honest, let's be fair, that's really probably not on the cards for me. Um, so tell me a bit about what that was like, you know, uh, representing and, and being there and like, tell, tell me a bit about that. Oh, there was so much hype, even like, you know, years leading up, there was so much hype and there was just, you know, support from the community, um, even afterwards, the support from the community that from, you know, all the, all the people that competed was, um, was just unrivaled. Like everyone just supported everyone that was in the, the Commonwealth Games. And, you know, I think this Games um, was kind of a breakthrough to a point because um, uh, of the amount of parasports that were, that were mm. uh, aired in, in the Commonwealth Games. Um, and I think it's just seeing para as, um, as like the same as, as Abelwad. Um, yeah. You know, I think that was good for us as well because you know we got to to compete right alongside um, the our overboard mates, and um, yeah, it was it was really good. It was so much hype, but um, yeah, it was good. That's cool. And did you did you meet like I mean like you know I've, you could name drop, but did you meet some cool people? Were there were there people that you know like as part of that? Like you know, like as you say, you're around so many people. Um, you know, even from from wheelchair events to to other things. Were, were there some people there that you met that you're like, oh my god, I, I can't believe I'm meeting these people. Yeah, uh, like the first few days, I was a bit starstruck because I was like, oh my god, it's that person. Oh my god, it's that person. Mm. Um, but, um, and, you know, they're all just kind of walking around the dining hall or whatever. But, um, yeah, you, you get to meet all sorts of people from all sorts of sports. So it was, it was really good um, social, you know, socially to, to, um, to mix with people from different, different sports as well. That's cool. That's cool. Oh, oh gosh, I'm, I'm, I'm a little jealous, but obviously very, very hard, very hard work has gone into getting you there. And, and again, that mindset and, and what you've had to, what you've had to do to get there, you know, did, when you like coming up to that and, and, you know, starting to get a, an idea that you could sort of get into that and, and, and be there, was that sort of like an interesting road, like the, the path to um, the games? It was very stressful um, because, you know, you're like, am I going to get in? Am I not? There was, there were times where I was very uncertain because my, uh, my competition is very fierce. Mm. Um, so there were times where, you know, I was not sure at all. Plus leading up to it, I was very sick um, with uh, hydrocephalus, like prop complications with my hydrocephalus. Um, mm. hence, I had to have the surgery last year. Um, they were the uh, doctors were pushing me to have it, have the uh, surgery before the Commonwealth Games, like kind of when qualifications just first started, but I was mm-hmm. adamant that I was going to do it. Um, yeah. I was, yeah, it was very stressful to do with my health and to do with, you know, just not knowing whether I was going to get in or not. Um, but towards the end, it was more exciting because I had an idea that mm-hmm. I was going to get in. 
Um, and it was just more exciting. Wow. And, and like, what doesn't that just speak to the determination and your resilience and your hunger and drive to be able to make that happen? Hats off to you. Oh, thanks. <laughs> well done. And and so, like, you know, that's that's you know a question I do like to ask. Like, you know, in terms of what do you think makes up a successful mindset? You, you know, you obviously there's some of the qualities, but to you, what do you think makes up a successful mindset? Oh, I'm still trying to figure it out. <laughs> um, but I think some of the key factors for me would have to be knowing that it's okay to fail, but um, having persistence through those times. Mm. Um, and so, like what I said, you know, being really uncertain um, whether I was going to get into the Commonwealth Games because I've had I had a few shocking races leading up to it. Um, but you know, I just you just need to have persistence through those times. Um, and, you know, know that you're going to get better if you persist. Um, mm. so being able to get up and show up to training and all that, um, even when it's the last thing you feel like doing. Yes. Um, having gratitude for where you came, you come from um, and how you got to where you are, that's a big thing for me. Mm. Um, mm, attitude of gratitude is nice, isn't it? Yeah. I mean... I, I owe a lot of my gratitude to my support network um, for, for, uh, for getting to me to where I am. And I, you know, I like to keep around them because uh, they'll keep me grounded and, and uh, yeah, I'm always grateful for, to have them. Um, and another big thing for me is believing in yourself. Um, I've always struggled. I've, I've struggled a lot with believing in myself. Um, mm. but think belief in yourself even if no one else believes in believes in you is a is a big thing because uh yeah that is a big thing and, and and say okay but if you don't mind and you know if it's too tender i totally get it but you know it is it is a challenging thing and I, and i think at times you know some people may not have a big support network around themselves um maybe they do and and you know like i do often come across people that um actually there's a quote i heard once and it was if you tr um, talked to your friends the way that you talk to yourself, would you have any friends? And, yeah. you know, I, I think that speaks to that point of um, treating yourself kindly, believing in yourself. Now, you, you mentioned there that, you know, there was a time where or there have been times perhaps where you haven't. Um, what is it that sort of helped you get back into that, you know, rhythm of of believing in yourself? I think it's just – I think it's um, also just that persistence with training. Um you know, I and also my support network, they just kind of, you know, if I'm persisting with my training, getting into a routine with training all the time, um, then I know that, you know, I, uh, I'm i not just giving up, you know. Mm. I'm just training all the time. So uh, um, I think, you know, just kind of putting things into perspective mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. and yeah I think um also the fact that I'm so young as well um yeah just putting everything into perspective yeah because I mean look, look what you've achieved already you know like some people might you know work their whole lives to be able to to get to to, to where you are and and to have accomplished some of the things that you are and like I say like 
it's, it's pretty much assured that I'm not going to ever be at the games. And, um, and, you know, if I could even just bring, uh, you know, a, a tenth the amount of hunger and drive that, that you seem to bring every single day um, to my life, then, then I do feel like it, it's a successful life for me. So, so, you know, that, that is, that is quite amazing. And, and your points um, towards, you know, what makes it that mindset are terrific. And, and I'm hoping that people listening are, are there sort of thinking to themselves as well about, you know, well, you know, you do need to believe in yourself and, and having that attitude of gratitude, even if it's just for, for this breath uh, or this moment or, you know, for the ability to get up off the couch and, and go out and do something. Um, you know, I, I think that those things, you know, do make up a successful mindset. And for you to, you know, you're saying you're already figuring it out, but I reckon that you've got a pretty good handle on it, Zara. Uh, it's definitely it's definitely not as easy as uh easier it's definitely easier said than done but mm. uh yeah i think you know if if those are the things that you work on then uh yeah i think you're on in a pretty good direction i like it i like it so so any endurance activity goals for 2019 um well the um the qualifications for Tokyo uh, Paralympic qualifications start in June, so I'm, you know, getting focused and revved up for that. Um, wow. And I'm also trying to qualify for the World Champs in September. However, okay. the main thing that I'm focusing on is just constantly improving and getting more competitive. I just want to go from where I, you know, where I was last year, which was, you know, in my my eyes, good, to this year, I want to be great. You know, okay. I want to be. I want to be that next level. I want to be competitive. Um, mm. I think it's going to be what I'm mainly focusing on this year. I like it. I like it. And so, you know, is that, um, you know, what, what are you, if you don't mind, I mean, is there any sort of like plan, like plan for that? Is it, is it like, you know, really clever coaching? Is it more racing? Is it, um, you know, just looking at your times and trying to improve it as you go? What, what's, what's your, what's your strategy? Um, I think it's a, a little bit of everything. Um, I mean, I've got amazing coaches who are, you know, constantly, um, that you know, I'm constantly having meetings with them about, um, you know, change, changing this or changing that about my, uh, my, uh, uh, program. Um, but yeah, I think it's just kind of getting that consistency in. Um, that's that's key for me, um, especially with my health. It's just kind of constantly um just getting showing up to training um getting that mm. in i like it i like it and, and it's interesting too like i i don't know if there's you know might be the same for you or or whatever but like i i see like on facebook groups or different things and i'm i'm hearing the triathletes talk and often one of the jokes is like you know something 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 can i get a new bike you know it's always about a new bike um you know i find i saw a photo of you with like whiz bang looking machine um you know that that like the bikes that you can get or do you call them bikes yeah yeah like a hand cycle did you say before yeah, either either or really. <laughs> yeah, and and um and so like with with those, are they like some pretty fancy ones like you've seen, or is is the one that you're rolling on like pretty fancy as it is? Uh, the one that I'm I've got is is one of the top of the line. Um, mm. it's yeah, it it basically depends on how much money you've got. I mean, you can spend from anything anything from kind of you know that fifteen twelve to fifteen to. Wow. 
a lot higher than that. <laughs> oh, wow, really, really, wow. Was, yeah, like some, so, and, and it looked like aerodynamic. You know, one of them, you were laying nearly flat yeah. in, in one of the pictures I saw. So, you know, that, that looks interesting in itself. I mean, um, I'd love to, like, just sit in one, one time. And, I, like, I don't think I could pedal it more than 10 metres without my arms conking out. But um, it looked like a really interesting machine to, to sort of hop in. And, and I suppose the, the first time you ever hopped in, in one of those, was that an interesting experience? Um, yeah, I mean, my first one was completely different. I was sitting upright. Mm-hmm. Um, so once I got into the one that I've got now where I'm laying down, it was weird. Like it was mm. a weird feeling. Um, it takes a while to get used to. And, you know, I've made a few adjustments with, you know, padding here or padding there and whatever. But, yeah. um, once you kind of get used to it, it's, yeah, it's not too bad. Second nature. How, how do you steer? Like I see the hands going, like like in spinning the bike, yep. the pedals. Um, how, how do you actually steer though? Um, you pretty much lean. So oh, you, wow. Yeah, so you kind of, um, yeah, it's almost like a lean motion. Um, you, there's, uh, there is like there's a bit of lean in the uh, like in the uh, pedals. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have to lean as well. If you're going around like a, a, a U-turn, you have to lean as well. Wow. Okay. And so you leaning, a bit of pull on the pedals, that's enough to, to pull the, the bike into a, into a U-turn? Yeah, it depends on, I mean, I've gone a bit too hot sometimes, come in a bit too hot um, and ended up in the dirt. It depends on how fast you're going. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. Okay. And, and so this is scary, isn't it? And, and the brakes, like, is that... I mean, I had a, I had a BMX as a kid. You know, you you push backwards on the pedals. Like, a, a, you know, what's what's the how, what's the braking situation? Um, braking is just on the um, on the pedal. Okay. Yes, everything's everything's on the pedal. I've got DI two um, gears, so they're just buttons. Um, okay. And I've also got um, yeah, the brake is on the handle. Goodness gracious! Well, they sound pretty high tech, don't they? Yeah, um, my other one was completely different. The brake was still on the handle. Off, oh, actually, no, everything was off the handle. So you had right. to hand off the handle to to um yeah to do everything. Um, the oh, gear, the cog, the everything. So I, mm. yeah, this is a lot more high tech than the other one. <laughs> sounds like a real mean machine. It sounds awesome. Um, so you know, you're, you're, you're struggling through these races or, you know, I shouldn't say you're struggling like I imagine myself in your, in your pedal cycle, but, um, you know, you, you're getting through these races, you're, you're turning up, you're doing all the different stages, you know, harder times in an event, you mentioned before by the sounds of things, some, some affirmation or some, some mental talk that you're doing, but what is it that you're telling yourself during, you know, during those harder times? I think it's just, as I said, breaking it down, um, just kind of, you know, I just got to make it to this next boy um, and, you know, I'll sprint to this next boy and then I'll have a bit of a rest or, mm-hmm. you know, I'll sprint this next kilometre and then I can calm down a bit. Um, and once I get to that next kilometre, then it's like, no, I'll sprint this next kilometre and then I can calm down, you know, and before I know it, I'm on the home stretch. I like it. So a little couple of little mind tricks, you know, like, hey, mind, it's just only this little bit longer. <laughs> I tricked you just a bit more. Yeah. And, and next thing you've finished and you're, and you're flying ahead of everybody else. I love it. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and also, I also, you know, 
when I'm in the middle of like a, you know, if it's a 20K hand cycle, um, you can't really kind of spend the whole 20K just going, oh, just this next kilometer. Mm. So you kind of um, also have to work on, you know, speed, technique, you know, other things to fill up your mind as well. Okay. Um, and I, have you got a little bike computer? Like one of the, I see everyone's rocking these um, these little, I mean, they're all brands. I see a couple of Garmin ones that are saying watts and things like that. I have, I'm not into that just yet. Have you got that sort of thing on your bike? I'm not in, oh, I'm not into watts just yet. I've been told that I have to be, but not okay. yet. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I do have a Garmin. Um, so that tells me cadence mainly, um, speed, average speed, all that sort of stuff. So yeah, I basically, um, that's another thing that keeps me going is when it gets hard, I just look at my Garmin and that's it. And okay. I block everything else out. I just look at my Garmin. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, I, I don't mind the old glance down. I, I had uh, my coach was um, had me on one of the Garmin tri straps around my around my chest, and so he could analyze the data after the race. I'm sounds high tech. He's awesome. I'm just starting out, but it, it is interesting to look down. And I wanted to keep a really um, consistent pace through the whole race. I thought I was going to see you there, but in the end, you, know, you weren't well. But um, you know, I looked down at the watch, and I sort of was just trying to keep. I'm not very quick, but I was just trying to keep around six minute kilometers on the run. Um, and I know that I'm doing that in training, um, and I was able to to sort of just keep that pace, you know, through the whole race and. Um, it is interesting just having this technology just on your wrist at a glance. You can sort of see all this information. I find that so intriguing. Yeah, it's definitely better. Um, I find it a lot better mentally if you have all that um, that information firsthand. Then you know how you're going. You know mm. how much energy you've still got to spend and, yeah, all that. And also, you, you know, like if you have heart rate or something like that, um, you know if you're, you know, if you're not feeling very well because um, mm. it'll suit up um, in places where you're not working very hard. And yes. um, I think that's, that's you know, key for your coaches as well. Mm, I like it. I like it. Yeah, I'm going to have a, a big catch-up with my coach um, tomorrow afternoon, actually. We're going to talk through um, a whole lot of the data and, um, you know, potentially about, you know, whether I might – I'm going to see if I'm fit enough to maybe look at doing a half Ironman at the end of the year. Like there's Malula Bar one and I might not be ready yet. I might have to wait till next year, but um, yeah, we'll sort of talk through that and see, see if I'm ready. I don't want to overdo it because uh, no. I do enjoy it, but um, that could be fun, you know, going a bit longer. And mm. and so for, for you, who inspires you and, and, and why? Um, I, you know, I've had heaps of people that have inspired me over the years. Um, you know, through through my sporting career and through my um my life, but um I can't really go past Kurt Fernley. He's just mm. he's an incredible guy. Um and yeah, um he's always he's always got time for for other people. Um and so you've had a chance to meet him? Yeah, I'm I'm oh, wow. quite good friends with him actually. Oh um, wow, that's cool. Yeah. He's a rock star, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he's really cool. Um, he's got such an amazing mindset. Like you can see it through his, you know, when you when you watch him do a marathon or something like that, you can see his mind ticking over with all the things that he's saying to himself and you just mm. can see that determination on his face and it's just, it's really interesting to watch. Mm. I'm like in, in banking or the corporate world and, um, and once I think 
um, from memory, like quite some time ago, we actually had him as one of the motivational speakers on stage. Um, and, and it was super inspiring. Like you just, it's hard to sort of take your mind to the place of what is required for you to do what you do. Do you know? Yeah. Because like, like I say, I stand at the start of that race, butterflies in my stomach and I know it's going to be a challenge and I just want to get from the start to the end. Like I just want to cross that finish line. Like, yeah, there's other goals and things, but um, you know, it is, it is really inspiring. You're just uh, an inspiration to me, um, probably as, as Curtis to you, but, but isn't that intriguing that you've had the opportunity to meet him and, and that you're saying that he's, that he gives you the time and, and gives everyone that time of day and, and he's helping you to feel like, you know, more empowered and, and wanting to reach to a high level. So that sounds very nice, isn't it? Yeah. Anyone, anyone else in your, in your top, top, you know, inspiration list or is he, he's it, he's the pinnacle. Um, he's probably the main one, but I've also got, um, Probably Bill Chafee. He's the uh, he's the former former world champion uh, for para triathlon. He's the one mm-hmm. that got me into para triathlon. Um, okay. And he's just the the things that he does with his body. Um, you know, it's just incredible. Like the way he races, it's just he has no limits. Wow. It's crazy watching him race. Oh, um, that's cool. Yeah, he just has no limits, no, just no fear at all. Yeah, right. And does that, and do you feel like, in a way, you know, you've you've been able to look up to this person and and be encouraged by this person? Uh, does that help to stretch what you think your limit might be? Yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, you know, I see how hard he goes in his races. I mean, he falls out a lot because he's mm. not looking, but um. Yeah, you know, the um the intensity that he goes at is just incredible, and I just feel like, you know, if he can do that, then I don't feel like I'm pushing hard enough. Okay, okay. Well, gosh, well, you know, two two excellent mentors to to be looking up to. I, I can see that for sure. And and in terms of like, you know, people whether they sit on the couch, you know, could be um, you know, someone that's sitting sitting in their wheelchair right now or with with some other thing that maybe might have them thinking that perhaps um you know it's not for them and and being fit and doing endurance you know what what's three tips that you have for people that that might consider getting into endurance activities um i think listen to your body um for one thing because you know i've been sick for the past week and all that um and you know i think getting into it too early after you've been sick is not very good mm. um, and also first off if you're first starting out doing aerobic uh doing endurance um stuff i think getting that aerobic base is key so doing the long and boring stuff is very important if you want to mm-hmm. go fast. Mm-hmm. okay maybe join a club to motivate you because it can be very unmotivating doing those long sets by yourself Mm, mm, yeah, well, it's interesting, isn't it? Like the club, I, I'm in this, like the club and I'm on the Facebook group and I, and some, they're going for a 180 kilometer ride tomorrow, you know, at a slow, easy pace, everyone's welcome. And, you know, I'm thinking, I mean, I'm just roughly doing the math on it. It's like, that's what it might be a six hour ride, but a six hour ride on your own, uh, or a six hour ride, um, chatting with, with other people that are like-minded that, you know, you know, want you to succeed in life and, and, you know, become your friends and family. Um, it is, it makes all the difference and and joining a club costs next to nothing yeah exactly. 
isn't it isn't it the the cheapest form of 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 um entering into some wonderful community I, I'm, I'm amazed at, at just how much value comes out of of being in a club yeah it's it's life-changing i've it's certainly changed my life i like it i like it. and so you know for for yourself i mean you know if people want to follow along people want to you know cap, catch you on your journey did you want to share your your you know your social media handles or, or where where people could follow you yeah um yeah so i'm on instagram and facebook uh, my facebook is just sarah ashley tate athlete um so that's just the page that you could go ahead and like and uh and you'll see some updates there. And my Instagram is Sarah underscore Ashley dot Tate. I like it. I like it. It it has been an inspiration following your journey. It's been an absolute awesome uh, opportunity for me to have you on the show today. I really appreciate you taking the time to chat. Um, but again, uh, thank you so much for coming on. Anyone listening to this, be sure to, to follow Sarah along uh, on her um, handles that she's just given you there. I'm sure that she'll be just as inspiring to you as she is to me. I want to wish you all the best for 2019 and beyond um, with, a, with a wonderful big heart like yours and, and, and your drive and your determination and, and all the things that make you so inspirational. I'm sure that you'll be um, you know, successful and achieve all, all of what you desire. But again, thanks so much, Sarah. Oh, thank you. I'm sure I'll see you at uh, at some triathlon soon. Yeah, I look forward to catching up. All right. All right, mate. See ya. See ya.